Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. <laughs> home for breaking news on your favorite team. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. All right, appreciate you tuning in tonight. Well, I'm really looking forward to talking to this gentleman. First of all, he's playing really well for the Edmonton Elks. And his Twitter handle is Nuker46. That's right, Nuker46, N-U-K-E-R, 46. Well, then there's an underscore after that. He is the uh, punter for your Edmonton Elks. Matt Mengel is on the line. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I am doing very well. It's a pleasure to have you on the program. Tell me about the Twitter handle, Nuker46. Uh, all through... Uh... All through uh, college, uh, junior college camps and high school camps, uh, I just kicked the ball really, really far and really, really high and uh, got the nickname Nuker from a couple friends and it stuck and uh, now I just drop bombs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, it's good you're having a a little bit of fun with it and I'm sure your uh, following is going to increase after you're, you're being on the show here and people see your handle. So that's pretty fun. How are you enjoying life as an Edmonton Elk so far, Matt? Tell us about you know, coming to the team, you got to get used to the to the team, and you got to get used to the city. You probably have to find a place to live and places to eat and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah, I'm, I absolutely love it here. Uh, it's a big change of pace from uh, Los Angeles. Um, Los Angeles is very fast-paced, high-strung environment, overpopulated over here. It's very chill, slow pace, very easy to get around. Uh, a lot of places to eat around here. It's uh I love it. Love the team. Love the atmosphere. Love the stadium. Facilities are top-notch. Everything's just been, uh, every day has just been great, man. I absolutely love it here. All right. Well, that's good to hear. And you've had an interesting journey the last uh, few years of your life as well. First of all, because I understand you played soccer. So tell me about playing soccer and, and when and how did you make the transition to punting? Uh, I played soccer for 16 years from when I was a little kid all the way through high school. And after high school, I really didn't think that I had, uh, any future left in, and really I played football in high school as well, but, um, only for three years, I really never thought that I had a future in college football or college soccer in America. Um, and I was going to join the military and then I had a buddy of mine, Joshua Jordan, begged me to come play junior college which is kind of like CJF up here I, I guess I would say um uh just try out for the team over there and I went out and I kind of I caved in and said all right I'll come I'll come try out and from there I had uh gotten all three starting jobs at uh LA Harbor College and uh 
that's when it kind of transitioned. I really didn't focus on kicking when I played high school football. I played eight-man football. So it's kind of like arena, but it was outdoors. Um, I played everything, so tight end, running back, uh, receiver, nose guard. I was the biggest kid on the team. I was six feet, uh, 180 pounds, <laughs> private private Christian school. And, and, and from there, going to junior college is when I really started focusing on, on kicking and punting, but mostly just kicking field goals. Through junior college, I was just a field goal kicker, although I did do punting. Uh, and then it came down to a few full-ride offers, and UCLA offered me a full-ride to be a punter over there. So that's when I really focused solely on punting. Well, and so you played at a, at a big-time program. I, I, I'm speaking of your Twitter account. You got a photo of you with the Elks and then a photo of you punting. And I, and I believe you're punting against USC. So you got to be part of that amazing rivalry. Yeah, yes, sir. That that game right there, it was a sold-out crowd. I think there was 98,000 people in the Rose Bowl, and that was my first game against uh, the USC. Okay. Uh, How did you guys do at UCLA when you were there? Uh, we were a football school when I was there, when Jim Mora was uh, the head coach there. Uh, I think our highest rank nationally was number seven for a week or two. Uh, and then we ended up being ranked like 15 or something. But then uh, the next year we were, I think we went unranked. But uh, while we were there, we had Brett Hundley, Eddie Vanderdose, Kenny Clark. There might have been, shoot, man, there might have been 15 people in that draft class straight from UCLA that got drafted. Uh, Eric Kendricks, Anthony Barr, a lot of big names uh, that were in that draft class. So you also, I mean, you've had some looks in the NFL, and I understand you played indoor football. Now, it's been a while since I've seen an indoor game. Is there punting, or did you just do the place kicking? No. So the interesting with me, with me is being a free agent, uh, I was, I've been basically kind of going around trying to find a job and the best way to find a job was to be a kicker and a punter. So, uh, if you did all three, you were more of value, especially in like spring leagues and, uh, indoor football and, and any other league besides the NFL, because well, in America, if it's a spring league, like the AAF or XFL or the new USFL roster sizes are really small. So if you had someone who kicked and punted, they would, they're more inclined to sign that person over someone who just punts or just kicks. So throughout my whole free agency, I've been a kicker who can punt. And it just, it, 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 uh, I was that way when I was in PR in Montreal. And uh, I signed to the Arizona Rattlers in 2020. Uh, and then COVID hit. And uh, they ended up releasing almost all their roster that year uh, in Arizona. Because of COVID, it shut everything down. But, um, yeah, I was set to be their starting kicker for the full season of 2020. Okay, awesome. So what eventually brought you to the Canada, though? Is there somebody, was there an agent or an old teammate or coach? Um, actually, there's something called the Spring League, which is like a, an invite league that you go to that was televised on Fox. Um, and I actually went there and did all three, and, and I think I finished around 86 or 89% on field goals. And um, I, I finished a 47 or 48 yard av- or average with like a 44 yard net there. And I, I did really well. And I ended up getting a contract offer from Montreal. And I spent all that season on uh, Montreal's practice roster. Um, 
did really well in camp and they kept me on the roster all season. So I, I that's, that was my first taste of CFL football. Okay. Awesome. And you're doing great for the Elks. You got an, a 52.3 yard average on punts, which is, which is pretty incredible. And, and what I've noticed, Matt, is you, you punt high and you punt far, but tell us about the nuance and the importance of directional kicking. Cause that, helped out a couple times against Hamilton too yeah so the philosophy of my team is they want they want NFL type punts so they expect an NFL type net which is 40 and up uh they want high hang time so they want me to hit around uh, a a normal CFL player is hitting around anywhere from a 3-2 to a 4-1 on hang time uh that's like in, in in our team's philosophy and in my eyes it's kind of not good uh in terms of what our expectations are so they want me hitting around four eight to around a five three hang time punt so that ends up being anywhere from 45 to 60 yard punts um that's that's kind of my goal and hopefully i can raise my net up even more because i think we're just at 40 and i i'm hoping to get around 45 by the end of the season um which is really hard because there's no fair catch up here um, but that's, that's kind of the goals for me and the team. Um, directional punting, uh, Hamilton, uh, their returner, uh, I would say is probably behind Chandler Worthy, probably one of the better returners that we, we would be facing. So, uh, all the film that I put on so far has been all high hang far punts and, uh, they weren't going to be used to me directional punting. So, the last punt I hit, I think it was like 60 or 63. I skimmed it down the ground. I put a forward roll on it, and it just kept bouncing and bouncing and bouncing all the way down to the corner. By the time it got to the corner, it would I think it would equivalent to over a five-second hang time. So, um, And it was kind of like an unpredictable bounce. So he had no way of judging where the ball would be or where to catch it. You could see him kind of like slow down and stumble to the ball, and our team was just right in his face, and we wrapped him up and got him down. Um, and again, with the directional punting, I was, uh, kind of baiting them and showing them a left look, like my hips were kind of left and I caught the ball and punted it right. And I'm, I tried to hit it out of bounds. So there was no return and I, I, I did it perfect. Hit it to the 10 out of bounds. I love how you tell that story, Matt. And I often talk to especially football players about watching tape and looking for tendencies. And so I, so you were aware of what other teams probably thought about you and then tried to cross them up by doing so. I see. I love that you put that much thought into it. Yeah. So we, I actually, the other day I sat down and, and actually this was uh, yesterday. I sat down in uh, Mike Shepard's office, uh, 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 our special teams guy here. And uh, I sat down and broke down an entire chart of every punt that I've hit, uh, every hang time, every op time, every location, and basically, we looked at it objectively as if another coach was looking at what I would do as a punter. So then when you go from there and you break it down, now I know what I can hit and where I could predict where the return will be. So, like, deep left punt, he might line up, like, northern, near the numbers around 50. So, like, we, we start coming up with different punts now where they're not fielding them anymore. They're, they have to let them bounce or it's completely away from them or different directions or even different different rotating punts to where they muff them. And I actually, there was a high snap in Hamilton that I had, and I actually put a, a um, 
I, I tilted the ball and punted it super high and it came down like it didn't turn over like a normal punt. It kind of came down super fast and you could see him fumble the ball because he wasn't used to a ball like that. So just we, we definitely go and we look at objectively as if another coach was scouting me to see where my weaknesses were and what I what they would predict and scout for and, and plan for. So we definitely try to do different things every game. That's awesome. Matt Mangle joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Punter for your Edmonton Elks. They're getting set to take on Calgary at 7 o'clock at Commonwealth Stadium on uh, Thursday night. Now, did you, also, did you also serve in the military, or what's the story there? No, not at all. That uh, I wanted to. I've always had like, a fascination as a kid. But oh, you never, wanted uh, to? Okay. How come? What interests you about yeah. it? Um, I, I've had family that were in the Navy um, but uh, I don't know. Just growing up, I was watching military movies and playing military video games, and just just always thought it was pretty cool. But okay. as I get older, and the more you learn, and having friends in the military, you know that it's not that cool. So <laughs> fair enough. Uh, tell us yeah. about your wife and your child, and how uh, they support you and follow your career. Oh man, uh, I couldn't do this without my wife. Um, she's very, very supportive of me. Um, call her and talk to her every day and spend about two hours with her on FaceTime yesterday. Um, good woman. Uh, again, I can't mentally, physically, um, emotionally, she's and me being away. She's kind of playing dad right now too at home. So it's just, I don't know. I'm just grateful to have a woman like her in my life. And my daughter, she's uh, five right now. She'll be six this year, and she's 100% every bit like me. I see a lot of me in her. So it's it's really cool to kind of build my legacy through professional sports and hopefully kind of pave a way for her to kind of follow in my footsteps, man. So it's just been the uh, last year and a half has been really cool. That's awesome. <laughs> Especially with uh, how do you like holding on field goals? Had you done a lot of that before? Yeah, I've done a lot of it in training. Actually, you played a you played a a recording of John Carney missing a PAT. Yes. And thanks for I listening. Heard that first of all, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that is my private coach. You know that Carney's your private coach. Yes, he's he played in the league for 23 years. He's been coaching me for the last six years. He took me under his wing. He's he's the guy that that said yes, I'll train you and and we'll get you to the professionals. And that's that's been he's a good dude. Well, we got to <laughs> yeah, try to get him on the show now. And I I, yeah. I say that I kind of hated to play that clip in one regard because he was an awesome kicker. Like he virtually never missed. Uh, it just yeah. was kind of funny that he missed that yeah. similar to what happened last night. Yeah, yeah, that was that was wild. But, I mean, Beattie's kind of notorious for doing things like that. Um, John Carney, he's fifth all-time points leader in the NFL. So, I, I, I was cool. Like, just being – like, I wasn't mad or anything, but, like, being in the car with David Beard, we were, we were in the car chilling, and he was like, this is the radio show you're going to be on. And he turned it on, and he immediately you started talking about John Carney. And I was like, this is crazy because it's like <laughs> small world. He's playing a clip about John Carney, and John Carney is my coach. And I'm up here playing for this team. It was just – it was really cool. Okay, awesome. Well, he, he, he was a good kicker. Now, have, have you hit – the big speaker at Commonwealth, did you not hit that during practice? Yeah, I've hit it twice. <laughs> Were you trying to or are you just normal punt? 
Uh, no, the first time I did it, I Giroy Simmons was out there, and he was kind of just clocking my punts, and I was out there just kind of going through technique, uh, kind of like setting my techniques throughout the day, doing my drops and stuff like that and it was literally just a warm-up punt i mean i the snapper was only 10 yards away we were kind of just getting in the motion of things and i just dropped it and swung my swung my foot up and i hit a missile all the way up to it and hit it and the whole other opposite side like the sideline was just like no way you just hit that like and i'm just like like i hit it like what's what's going on and like they're like dude you know how, how tall that is and, like, everybody started freaking out. Juvar Simmons, our athletic trainers, our, <laughs> our, our, special, our special teams, ops people. It was, it was cool. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I didn't tell you, Matt. This was cool to have you on the show. I can tell you got a lot of energy and a positive attitude. And uh, if David Beard's taking you under your wing uh, and he's got you listening to Inside Sports, that's just a bonus on top of everything else. So <laughs> thanks for hopping on the show. Well, have to, maybe, maybe you can help us get uh, get uh, John Carney on the show. He'd be fun to have, uh, have on for sure. But if, all the best against Calgary. Love watching you punt, man. And uh, have a good one on Thursday. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. God bless. Right on. That is Matt Mangle, the uh, punter for your Edmonton Elks with a uh, wide, wide-ranging interview that co- took a couple of unexpected turns. In a- when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good way. That was uh, an awesome chat with Matt, and he's having a hell of a season. Inside Sports on Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. All right. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Matt Mangle. Punter for the Edmonton Elks. What a fun interview. Brady Sheldon was on the show last night, linebacker for the team. He had a great story about he and his girlfriend uh, took the day off and went to Jasper and Banff and all the wildlife he saw, so he was pretty thrilled. And what a journey for Mangle. High school football, mostly played soccer. Goes to uh, junior college, goes to UCLA and kicks. He uh, kicks in spring league. He kicks in indoor football on the Alouettes practice roster last season, and now he's with the Elks, and he's absolutely booming those kicks. And I, and I liked how he said that. He wants a hang time on his punts of around five seconds. He says four or a little under four, not good enough. Not good enough. Um, so he wants it a, a little longer. He said the his, his punting average, just pure distance, is 52.3 yards, but he says the net punting average is about 40. They want that closer to 45 by the uh, end of the season. Really love talking to him. Interesting guy, and the Elks getting set to take on Calgary. That's going to be on uh, Thursday, 5.30 for the countdown to kick off here on 6.30. Chad, the game will start 
at seven. First round of the NHL draft is uh, on Thursday. We had Sam Cosentino on the show earlier. He is projecting that at 29th overall, the Oilers will take defenseman Matthias Havlin. So remember that name as we move towards the draft. Bob Stoffer on Oilers now. We'll have plenty more on the draft uh, tomorrow and Thursday. I'll have uh, more tomorrow. No show for me Thursday because we got the Elks game. Cam Moon is coming up in the next half hour of the show. What a pleasure that'll be. And also a couple uh, members of Team Brick Alberta who uh, just got off the ice. I, I haven't even seen the score yet, so I'll have to get it here during the news as uh, they try to go to 2-0 and at the Brick Invitational at uh, West Edmonton Mall. We're going to uh, check in with them when we get back to Inside Sports. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.